Hey, it's James here from MatchFit and I'm back with another lesson to give you some quick tips to implement into your training um, so you can get better results out of your current training time and efforts. In some previous lessons, I've spoken about uh, what to look for in when you're training to improve your agility, change of direction and your sprint speed as well. I'm really gonna round off that lesson or this sort of series and talk about some of the key exercises um, that you want to be looking at in order to become faster out on the football pitch. And what you'll, what you'll see in this is that it's really interesting is that the best option in terms of increasing your speed isn't necessarily the best option for you as a footballer. You need to pick the most appropriate option. We've got so many things to weigh up because as a football athlete, you've got many things to think about. You've got to be so good at a, a, a lot of different things. You've got a busy schedule, especially during the season. Um, so you've got to think, what does it make most sense to focus my time on to give the greatest you know, improvement in performance out on the pitch? Um, on your next match day. So touching on that, I'm just gonna give you some, some stats that I've uncovered. So um, it's actually been found that between 2006 and 2013, the total running distance of players hasn't really changed. So that, that means the total uh, distance that players cover in a match, that hasn't really changed. That stayed the same between 2006 and 2013. But interestingly, within that distance, the, sp the sprint distance has actually increased. So the amount of distance that players cover at high speed, that has increased by 35%. So let's say a player runs 10 kilometers, that hasn't changed over the last 15, 20 years really, but what has changed significantly is that players are having to do a lot more high speed running of that distance, okay? Which really highlights the importance of developing your speed and training smart, okay? And the mean distance that players sprint in a match is only around the six meter mark, okay? And that's, studies have shown that players will cover that distance between 30 and 60 times per game. So you've got to think in terms of speed, um, it really highlights the importance of acceleration, deceleration and changing direction quickly and how we should cater our training around that um, because it doesn't really make too much sense to focus on getting faster over 30, 40, 50 meters when you're rarely ever going to cover that distance in a game. As I've said before, there will be times when you have to cover that distance. If you're chasing back, uh, chasing a counter-attack, for example, but more often than not, your, your level of performance, the success in your performance will be um, determined by how you perform over those shorter distances, okay? And there's lots of things to think about in terms of what is the right choice for you, because especially in season, you've got a lot of things to juggle. You've got to be good at so many different things as a football athlete. And also we need to avoid fatigue as well, because if you train in a way which actually has been shown to increase your acceleration and your speed over shorter distances for of five to ten meters but that creates loads of fatigue and soreness in you which is then hinders your uh, performances in subse subsequent training sessions and matches then that is ultimately a poor choice for you so this is what you've got to think about answer isn't really black and white it's in the gray areas depending on the situation so i'm going to touch on um, a couple of different exercises which are commonly used by um, by players to increase their speed and just touch on some points as whether so you can think about and decide for yourself which exercise is the right choice for you okay so as i mentioned before in a previous lesson again i recommend you go back and listen to those if you've not listened to those yet because that will help this lesson make a little bit more sense um, i've mentioned the importance of the exercises like the hip thrust so the barbell hip thrust um, 
at improving your performance in terms of over shortened distances, so really improving your acceleration. And that has a really strong correlation. So it's been found that players who perform hip thrusts with a, with a moderate load, so you know not too light that it's really easy, not too heavy that you're really struggling, a load that's um, you know challenging enough but doesn't fatigue you over four, five, six reps, and you can do all of those reps with as much power as you possibly can. You shouldn't be fatigued by the end of your set is really the key. Um, so using a moderate load, hip thrust has had, been found to have a really strong correlation with improving your speed over a distance of five to 10 meters. And that's really, you know, that's key in terms of improving your uh, performance out on the football pitch. Now, another popular um, piece of equipment that you'll see many players utilizing is sleds as well. So I'm going to speak a little bit about sleds and you might have a sled. Um, some players use parachutes as well. Um, but with a sled, you can kind of control the load more because you're going to put some weight on, back, on the back of the sled. So I'll, I'll touch on those. So in terms of increasing your acceleration, um, using a heavier load on a sled has actually been shown to have a better transfer over to improving your acceleration. So a load 80% um, and above of your body weight onto the sled and trying to sprint with that load on, which is going to be pretty heavy, that's been shown to have the best carryover on, into your acceleration um, because it's also improving your ability to apply force horizontally to the ground, which is what I spoke about in a previous lesson. So go and check that one out if that sounds a bit um, strange, to you, strange to you, if you're not really sure what I mean by that. Um, that improves that quality. You've been able to apply force um, horizontally to the ground, which is going to aid your acceleration. That's great. So you might think, well, brilliant. I'll use a sled. I've got a sled and I'll put about 80% um, load on it, 80% of my body weight, and I'll do some sprints with that, and that'll improve my acceleration. On, on the face of it, that's fine, but studies have shown uh, where they've done this with players is that that actually creates a lot of soreness and fatigue, and it really damages or, or holds back players' performances in subsequent training matches, uh, training sessions and matches. Okay, so it's the best uh, choice in terms of increasing your acceleration, but not the best choice in terms of being a footballer during the season because you can't have that fatigue. So what can we do around that? There's been studies that have been used, uh, used using slightly uh, lower weights, so up to 20% of your body weight, having that load on the back of a sled. Obviously, it's not going to hold you back as, as, um, as much as a heavier load. It'll still hold you back a little bit. And that's been shown to have not as, as great an impact on your acceleration, but a load of 20% does actually um, increase your speed over the 15 to 20 meter mark and, and beyond that. Um, so, and it also doesn't, key, this is the key thing, it doesn't create too much fatigue. Players found that they could do that. They got faster over 15 to 20 meters um, and longer distances, and they were able to um, do that without getting too much fatigue. So, the key, or one of the suggestions I would make in terms of sleds and this is that you could do the heavier load during your pre-season because you, you, you're looking to create soreness and fatigue in that, uh, in that period of the season and you won't have matches to worry about. Um, so you've got the time and the opportunity to use those heavier loads. And then during the season, you can use a lighter load on your sled to, main, to maintain that speed that you've got, that you've gained, uh, that you've increased uh, during the pre-season period, you can use a lighter load during the season 
and that won't create too much fatigue and it's going to keep you uh, keep your speed you know at the level that you want it to be at what you don't want to do is completely neglect it so you don't want to do loads of speed work during the pre-season and then think well that that'll stay with me for the for the in-season you need to maintain that during your training during the season and you don't have to do you have to do loads of it it can just be once or twice a week um, just getting out onto the pitch do three or four sets um, four five six reps um, you can just do that once or twice a week and that will help maintain your speed and that's a good option during the season to use a lighter load if you're going to go out and use a sled um, but as i mentioned that really that mainly helps your speed over the longer distances um, and again that, that similarly has been found with exercises like squat jumps um, which improve your speed more over a longer distance rather than your acceleration um, in comparison to those hip thrusts which will improve your, your acceleration Okay, other exercises you can uh, utilize to improve your acceleration are things like horizontal jumps, okay, because again, you're working on um, applying force um, horizontally to the ground, so you're training that quality and you're being explosive and powerful at the same time. And that exercise has really been shown to be very beneficial to improving your um, acceleration, um, your ability to accelerate as well. So really, the answer of this is, in terms of exercises and getting out on the pitch and using things like a, a sled, is that you can come up with um, a schedule where you combine them and you want to really hit on um, a schedule that doesn't create too much fatigue. So you might do some, in the pre-season, you might do some heavy sled work, you might do some, some squat jumps and some heavy hip thrusts, and then during the season, do some lighter sled work and do some hip thrusts in the, in the gym and some horizontal jumps as well just to maintain those different elements and areas of speed there and that's really the key to this trying to find um, a schedule that works for you doesn't create too much fatigue and ensures that the gains that you make don't diminish during the season um, and so that you can keep making improvements out on the pitch and be effective in a match again just want to touch on speed is so important and another stat that's been found um, which really just highlights the importance of being fast out on the pitch and being able to repeat that speed is 61% of all goals um, in the Premier League, I believe this study is, um, were preceded by a maximal sprint. Okay, so right before scoring the goal, the player was doing a maximal sprint. 67% of goals um, have been found that, that so the, the player that was assisting the goal 67% of the time was at a maximal sprint as well. So whether you're a player who's scoring the goal or assisting the goal, um, obviously, you know, the, the scoring a goal is, is key to the outcome of the game. Um, um, that's really going to make the difference in terms of your uh, success out on the football pitch. And that's also in terms of defending as well, because you're going to be working maximally, trying to keep up with these players who are performing maximally to try and score against you. Um, so hopefully I've explained that clearly and you got some value from this. Um, if you did, please share it with a teammate or one of your coaches. If you've got any questions or comments, then please uh, post, them below, uh, post them below this. I've also added a couple of links below. Um, if you'd like any, any help from us in terms of setting up a schedule and working with you um, to get to, you know, a 100% specific schedule personalized to you, then we can definitely help you with that. Um, just check out the links I've added below. And, um, and yeah, if you've got any comments, post those below as well. 
Thanks so much for listening and I will catch you in the next one.